0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on nine hundred CHML. Uh, Here's Mike kirkopoulos Mike is the chief administration officer for the town of Lincoln. Uh, Mike, uh, uh, good to talk with you again. Uh, thanks for joining us on the program today. Thanks for having me, Bill. You you know, as as we just mentioned with Mayor DiOdetti uh, before the break, Mike. Uh, this is not the first time that Lincoln or any of these other communities have uh, have come up in the conversation. Uh, it's happened before with previous governments to say this might be the more efficient system. So you you
1: had to see that this was on the horizon at some point, didn't you? We absolutely did. I mean, this started off as a conversation around meeting housing and building target targets, but definitely has evolved uh, to what we're talking about today, and that is what does governance look like moving forward, and and potentially what's working today. Uh, what happens 20, 30 years from now when we look out on that longer-term horizon? Does the current model still work?
0: And what and what are your thoughts about this? I mean, uh, the way they're describing it, I mean, when uh, the Peel region situation, and I know with the, you can't compare Niagara to Peel. I mean, it's it's an apples and oranges comparison there because each community, each region is different uh, and has different assets, and et cetera. But you're talking about two major cities there uh you know between brampton and mississauga and then as uh, uh, emily mentioned in her report that you've got caledon and, and a couple of other smaller little communities that are involved in this as well uh how how do you break this down and how do you talk about service delivery within those areas uh you know when, when you're looking at places like in your particular situation you've got beamsville grimsby and a couple of other nice tiny fabulous communities there niagara on the lake down in niagara way uh, do they get left in the dust here, or is there a, a voice for them to be heard here as well as is who's going to do what?
1: I, I think there needs to be a voice, and and so I think we're 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 very different than than I think what's happening uh, or what would potentially happen in Halton, York, Waterloo, and and what uh, was recently announced in in Peel, and so I think, um, and I heard Mary Diodati speak, uh, and you reference a hybrid model. I think. That potentially works because i think niagara is different there are a lot of smaller municipalities that have their own unique characteristics and i think everyone would say that about themselves but you look at niagara falls uh, which is a destination uh, unto itself uh, and potentially can make the case they're a little bit different you look at st Catharines, which is one of the larger municipalities here but do i think there's an opportunity to do more things together when you look at places you mentioned lincoln you mentioned beamsville and grimsby West Lincoln, Smithville, all of those places. We're already doing some shared services in terms of sharing fire chiefs, sharing library CEOs, uh, the things that are somewhat back of house, economic development, planning, human resources. I think we need to do more of that, but I think that's where inevitably we may may look at a solution that fits Niagara uh, that is a little bit different than Peel uh, and that does function like that utility model you mentioned. uh, And that is, do we look at police services Uh, on a larger scale and by police services from uh, an entity uh, across the entire region. I think, you know, when, again, you mentioned Peel and the dissolution uh, of Peel, I think you need to look at infrastructure, where are landfill sites located, where are water and wastewater treatment plants located? And I think those are the challenges. And whether you call this a divorce or you call it a separation, uh, when you take things apart, uh, sometimes there's a challenge in terms of looking at those pieces of infrastructure and who ends up owning them
0: you're well acquainted with what hamilton went through with their amalgamation which is almost the polar opposite of, of what's being talked about now I know but but again it was the old idea you know the, the, go ahead and do this so you're going to find all kinds of efficiencies all sorts of tax savings and hey fewer politicians and of course everybody hey, great fewer politicians we don't like politicians. That's great. But what we found in Hamilton uh, was that it had a, a, a serious negative impact on staffing uh, levels when we started to, to move through some of these things. Uh, some people are going to retire. Uh, there was a matter of trying to find new employees. Some people, you know, would retire and then get hired back on contract and that actually ended up costing the community more. Are you comfortable that when we get into those discussions uh, that you can find some common ground and, and you know, if as you say, I, I don't, think it'd be making any sense at all to have a fire chief and a police chief in each one of those communities you just mentioned. There still has to be a, I would think some some partnerships and cooperative ideas here.
1: Absolutely. I think suggesting that you know this is just about cost savings, I, I think is is probably inaccurate. You're right. I lived uh, through Hamilton at the time of amalgamation for almost twenty years. and and while amalgamation is different, I, I think what's being suggested here within Niagara, is potentially coming together to deliver services and and what does that mean from a staffing perspective or a decision-making perspective do i think there's some efficiencies absolutely do i think we need uh 12 or 13 caos absolutely not do i think we need 12 or 13 fire chiefs absolutely not and so i think there is an ability to do more together we're doing that already i think we need to do more of it and if nothing else comes from this review and the facilitator uh, then it, it's, it's having more of those conversations. We talked about transit and housing. Those are things that probably should be happening even on a broader scale than just Niagara. We need to look at regionalizing a lot of these services, starting in the GTA um, and in Toronto and moving kind of across uh, and around the lake because improving mobility is not just a Toronto issue or a Hamilton issue or a Niagara issue. It's a collective issue that we all need to drive innovation and look at productivity when you're talking about those services.
0: But when you divide, and I mean that in the most positive sense, do, do you also disperse opinion in other words i'm looking at some of the debates and i know i'm going back into history but not too far back into history uh you remember the debate michael for the provincial government uh, and in the mid-penn highway which supposed to go on the upper tier of course of, of the niagara peninsula uh essentially from hamilton airport over to fort erie as a, as a truck route and whatever is going to fall uh too many voices it's the whole idea seemed to fall apart the government kind of gave up on it uh with regional government you're able to speak with one voice uh, even though there may be differing opinions within that community uh are you concerned that that, that, that if this happens and it goes through like this uh that you're going to have trouble finding consensus on some of these issues uh, like QEW expansion like like as you say go expanded go service things of that nature
1: I, I think that's always in the back of one's mind that there'll be a challenge in bringing consensus together but i would suggest that that's what we need to be challenged to do more of let's sit around the table there was an article in the star this morning where someone referenced the ability for all the GTHA mayors and chairs to sit together and to look at issues around COVID and how they were able to accomplish a lot. I think if we sit around the table, regardless of what our governance structures are, and actually agree to a few things, then then that then it doesn't get lost. Then those voices do get heard. I think we have a responsibility to go out there and to talk to people. And and the midpen's a great example. It has it has faltered, floundered, whatever word you want to use. But I think how we move goods and services on a broader regional scale means we're all sitting down, not just Niagara.
0: Mike, is there a sense of cooperation already between communities? I mean, they used to be putting up barriers and, you know, this is not good for my community and I don't want to talk about that. And, you know, what's in it for us, that sort of thing. But there have been such situations where there has been a sense of cooperation and partnership. And uh, I guess maybe the one that comes to mind, I know you're well acquainted with it, it was, is Hydro, uh, where there was partnerships established between, well, Niagara and Hamilton and, and and now other regions. It's reaching all the way up to Brampton, in fact, with some of the things that are going on. So it, it's nobody seems to be building up walls right now. And, and it just seems as if it's, it's a better climate for that sense of cooperation now than there was maybe 15, 20 years ago.
1: Absolutely. I would say on a, on, a, on a much smaller scale, we're seeing it uh, with just the way we deliver services within our own municipality. You don't need as many directors. You don't need as many people looking at the delivery of services when we can be working together. That doesn't mean we don't need staff. That doesn't mean we don't need people, boots on the ground, folks doing work. But do we need as many people sitting around a boardroom table discussing these issues? Maybe, but maybe not. And I think you are seeing more cooperation. You are seeing us come together to work on more things. Uh, And I think hydro is a great example. There's an outcome we hope to achieve. We wanna make sure prices are appropriate. We wanna make sure we deliver good services. And so I think to the average resident who delivers that service and who governs that service is less important than am I actually getting the service?
0: Well, and I think the continuity is important here too for taxpayers, don't you think? I mean, uh, when we, in the wintertime, when we drive from Blue Mountain down to back home near to Ancaster and or vice versa, uh, I think we go through about four different regions, and there are four different kinds of snow clearing and, and capacities. Uh, some of it stinks, by the way, and, and some of it's pretty good. Uh, you know, you don't want to see that happen in Niagara, that, you, you well, that's not our responsibility. They've the roads. They don't do this. Et so consistency here, I think, has to be important, and that's got to be part of the discussion. I guess we're just about out of time, but I got maybe the most important question moving forward here, Mike. Are you confident that the, you and others are going to have a voice at this table? You don't want this imposed on you you'd, you'd like to think that you can find a consensus do you get the sense that the government's willing to to show some some flexibility here
1: yeah i'm very confident i you know the conversations i've had with the province uh they're not going to look at a, a one solution that fits all of us they're going to look at different solutions for different parts of the province and so i think niagara will have a voice in terms of what niagara in the future looks like so i'm very confident uh, about that but i do think Again, it comes down to service, it comes down to making sure residents understand what they're getting and that we're nimble enough to respond to what residents want.
0: Uh, consultation process too is got to be a big part of this. I mean, you know, I, I guess making the announcement and then doing the consultation. As long as the public, I guess, gets a voice into this, and like I say, you you can say been there, done that. Uh, it's a bit of a different animal, but at least you understand that uh, that, that there there's a process that needs to be followed here. Mike, uh, I know how busy you are today. Thank you so much for jumping in with us for a little while and spending some time. Really appreciate it, and good luck going forward with this. I know we'll we'll talk more about this down the road. Thanks so much, Bill.